Shame. A lot of times it's a word that we try to avoid. We try to be able to run away from, try to be able to ignore that it's actually there because shame is one of the hardest things for people to deal with because of how it impacts you, of how it takes over, of how it makes you feel like you're not able to feel, how it makes you feel like you're not able to engage, show up, or be a certain way in front of other people because of shame that you have in your own life. Shame for me has been a giant aspect of my journey of learning about more and more about narcissism and understanding about pieces of it that affect me. And a giant piece that for the longest time I never had a clue about was this aspect of shame, of how it affected how I thought, how I processed, how I responded to a lot of different people. Because again, it was all about me. It was all about switching it back to me. If you guys are new here, I'm a self-aware narcissist. I'm someone who's on this channel trying to help but just give an awareness of what is actually going on when we talk about narcissism and when we talk about the actual drivers of it. One of the biggest ones is this aspect of shame. So when we're looking at this thing of shame, it's this place that we avoid. It's hard to deal with. It's something that we don't want to actually approach or, or work through. Is this negative evaluation of myself, negative evaluation of others. It's always looking and putting on yourself a certain aspect. For you, shame might come across as being worthless, a feeling like you're not valued or embarrassed or something that you have to hide or might be something that keeps you in isolation or keeps you separated from the rest of the world. Shame might be something that was placed upon you from your upbringing, from your childhood, from the toxic person in your life that said, you're not good enough. Maybe they didn't say that publicly, but they might've said it in private, or they might've said it by their actions, by the, what they demonstrated by showing you that your opinion didn't matter. For me, some of the aspect of shame hits along those same exact lines, except how I respond to it. How I react to the aspect of dealing with shame is oftentimes the exact opposite of what you might do. Because instead, I'm attacking. I'm belittling or bringing down the other person so that I don't have to feel the shame. I'm feeling this, let me put it on you. Let me project it onto another person. Let me break them down so that I don't have to deal with that emotion. Oftentimes, I'm running from shame. I'm trying to hurt someone else so that I don't have to feel, so I don't have to experience that emotion that I don't know how to deal with. I'm trying to blame it, project it, deflect it, put it on someone else besides myself. When we talk about narcissism and this aspect of shame, a lot of times we'll refer to narcissism having a raging river underneath the surface of shame. Borderline has this raging river underneath of abandonment. They're both connected a lot of times with rejection, of not wanting to feel a certain way. Social media has gotten really good about shaming people, hasn't it? Like over the past couple of years, it's gotten really good at breaking someone down from a no-name profile to be able to hurt someone, to be able to make them feel less than, whatever it might be. And a lot of times, people are like, why are you even on social media if... That's something you struggle with. If shame is something you struggle with, why would you put your story out there? For me, it was part of my journey to be able to say, this is who I am. Not in a prideful way, but to say, hey, I no longer want to be this way. I no longer want to identify this way. I no longer want to have these characteristics, these attributes, these behaviors that are destructive and that are hurting. 
Then as a result, I'm trying to put out information there so that people understand. But a lot of times people don't understand. But it's okay. Because I'm not on here not to avoid shame. I'm on here to be able to say, this is who I am. And this is what's going on when we talk about narcissism. Big aspect of narcissism is shame is I had shame in who I was versus who I pretended to be. We normally talk about this idea of the narcissist having a mask, and that is very true. And so for me, I had a certain mask that I would show the rest of the world, and then I had what was underneath, the stuff that I didn't want to expose, the stuff that I didn't want to admit I actually had inside. Produces this two sides to actually what's going on, to what I'm showing the world versus what I'm experiencing or what I'm feeling. And the shame a lot of times that I have about myself is so much that I'd rather attack and run and push people away like I was talking about because I want to avoid any possibility of being impacted with that shame. Dealing with those feelings, I'd rather not. So I run and I avoid it. For me, there's this incongruency of like, wait a second, who am I? Because I would tell the world I'm faithful while I was cheating on my wife. I'd say, hey, I'm honest while I'm still lying. I would be kind to people at work, but I would still be manipulative. There's all these different nuances and all these different pieces where I was having two different masks. I remember talking and like helping other people in their relationships or in their marriage while I was still cheating on my own. But the idea there is I need to be able to avoid the possibility of shame. I need to avoid how I might look bad and instead look really good even though I'm doing what I want, which would make me look bad if it actually came out. It's very much cyclical in nature. And those masks are put together to be like, let me avoid shame. But as a result, it turns out trying to hurt others and developing more shame and continuing over and over and over and over again. A lot of times I talk about overt and covert narcissism. And I'm on, more on the covert side. But in the workplace, I was more on the overt side. Let me do anything I need to to get my opinion across so I don't look bad. Let me do anything I need to to steamroll over your opinions or ideas so that I get what I want. But I have to do it in a good way. I have to do it in a way that looks good so that I don't actually have to deal with the shame. So I can make it look good, make it feel good for myself, and ignore the possibility that I might be doing something wrong or that I might be hurting someone else. For me, there's aspects of gaslighting. Gaslighting, especially my wife. Gaslighting her to believe that stuff wasn't real. Convince her that there was nothing wrong. Because I didn't want to approach the aspect that I would be accountable or responsible for my actions. And in doing so, that would bring about shame. That would bring about stuff that I don't want to deal with and I don't know how to deal with because I don't process shame. I don't work through that. That's something that I would never engage with. But instead, I would rather make someone else feel crazy versus actually telling the truth. Actually working through that. And as a result, typical narcissist and myself would project onto someone else. Take my feelings and what I'm experiencing, taking that shame and being like, I can't deal with this, so I have to put it on someone else. I'm too immature to actually process this, so I got to put it on someone else. So I would shame her instead. I would put her down, belittle her, go passive aggressive, do anything to get away from the feeling that I have to deal with it myself. I have to avoid it at all costs. And a lot of times you see this in narcissistic relationships where they're breaking you down, where they're beating you down in so many ways, mentally and emotionally. 
And you're like, I don't even get this. Because they're trying to get a reaction out of you. They're trying to get a push out of you. They're trying to get dominance over you. Sometimes it's this aspect of just trying to get a reaction so that I can go do what I want. So there's times that there would be moments where nothing is wrong. Like there's not an actual argument going on, but I would cause one. Because, okay, I want to be able to have space and be able to go text someone else. I want to be able to have space and get upset and be like, okay, I'm just leaving and walk out and go be with someone else. Like there's always this aspect of an ulterior motive. Like it's peaceful now. Let me cause some drama so that I'm dominant over this other person. So I'm actually in control. So I avoid the aspect that I'm actually not showing up as a man. And this cycle would happen over and over and over again of this avoidance of shame that would end up being extremely destructive in my marriage. Extremely hurtful to the people around me. And before I keep going on, like I want to be able to just say like if you are dealing with this kind of stuff and you're seeing this in your relationship, please reach out for help. We find so many people that don't realize that they're stuck in a relationship that's abusive like this and they don't know it. They don't understand it. And the more you're able to say, like, I actually see this, this connects, once you be able to reach out for help. You can kick the link in any of our bios. You can go to escapetoxicity.com to be able to start your journey in healing today. We want to be able to provide an opportunity for you to actually see what narcissism is and be able to start to get free from that. Sometimes I try to hide the shame with rage. I just try to like shove it down, push it down and be like, okay, I don't have shame. And it come out of rage. Come out of things of like, this is my fault. I have to be able to avoid this at all costs. So I would do that by raging out, by distracting the other person of the core issue, distracting them of what was actually happening. A lot of times it would be this aspect of holding back empathy. Okay, with this, all narcissists are not incapable of empathy. A lot of times people tell you that. It's not true. It's not even in the DSM-5. They lack empathy or they're unwilling to identify or acknowledge the feelings of others. What you have to realize is a lot of times there's narcissists who have empathy, but they're unwilling to give it to you because of what it says about themselves because it's all about them. So there's aspect in like hurting my wife or having her like crying on the couch. There's this thought of like, okay, I should go over, hug her, kiss her, hold her, apologize, all this kind of stuff. But it's like, wait a second, if I do, then I'm going to get shame on me because I'm going to look bad because I did the thing that's causing her pain. The majority of time, it's better to be able to walk away in a narcissist's mind than it is to actually confront and deal with the shame that the two afraid to deal with. So as a result, the cycle continues over and over and over again. Shame's always been in my story. Like it's always been growing up through my entire life of a giant piece that has been holding me back and has been pushing me down, has been beating me up time and time again that I've always been running from. I recently sent an email out to different subscribers just telling some about like my journey. And how my journey recently and working through a couple models with my therapist of turning the tables on some of the aspect of shame and being like, wait a second, I've identified shame in a very toxic way. When shame in my story hasn't always been shame, it's been a warning. It's been a label of saying like, wait a second, you need to learn this. You need to understand this. You need to grow in this area. But instead, I always twisted it to beat myself down, to make myself feel bad. And as a result, oftentimes turn that to other people. I want to ask you today, what is shame destroying for you? 
How is it affecting? How is it attacking? How is it hurting? And is it actually the case? So oftentimes we're going to take shame and we're going to use it in a toxic way to be able to beat ourselves down. If you're doing that today, I want you to reach out for help. If you're doing that today because you've been with a toxic person, I want you to reach out for help. You can go to escapetoxicity.com. You can click one of the links down below to be able to find some help, some guidance, some semblance of helping you moving forward in your journey, in your help to be able to find that growth, that healing, that change to help you get happy, healthy, and whole moving forward and being able to release, release the aspect of shame in your life so it doesn't control you anymore.